Hello and welcome to Money Talk Junior by X-Hedge. I'm your host, Ian, and today we are going to be talking about the differences between fundamental and technical analysis. So when you're just getting started with investing or trading, there are many ways in which you can analyze your assets. Should you buy this or should you buy that? So how do you do it? There are generally two ways of doing it which are mostly used by investors or traders. The first one is fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis refers to a method that tries to look for the intrinsic value in an asset. In a simpler term, you can say that fundamental analysis, they try to look for the companies or the stocks or the assets actual worth instead of looking at the price at the market. As for technical analysis, they don't really bother about the intrinsic value of a company, but rather they try to look into the pattern of price movements and historical data to see how the price of an asset might move. As for technical analysis, they will look into historical price movements, they will look into stock chart patterns in deciding whether the price is going to move up or down the very next day or the very next period that they want. So when doing fundamental analysis, or you can also call it as value investing, you can look into two things. So the first thing that you can look at is called as qualitative analysis in which you can look into how well is the management of the company doing or how good is the company treating its employees, how good is the company managing its business and things like that. Another side of the same spectrum is called quantitative analysis in which most investors or traders, they will look into the financial statements of the company. All of this is so that traders or investors that use fundamental analysis, they can position themselves in the market in a way that is advantageous to them. As for technical analysis, they believe that the market tend to repeat itself. So if a certain patterns happen, the price movement might be the same as what have happened before. Technical analysts would usually look into stock chart patterns or they would also look into technical indicators. However, we won't be going into the specifics because in this episode, we have Jessica and Lukman with us and they will try to explain to us each of their method in investing and trading. For your information, Lukman is prone to be using fundamental analysis in his investing and Jessica, on the other hand, is more prone to be using technical analysis in her investing or trading activities. So Lukman, can you tell me what separates the core principle held by technical analysts compared to fundamental analysts such as yourself? Okay, so, so in simplified terms where I can uh, understand about technical analysis, it's essentially um, these analysts believe that there are repeating sequences of investor behaviors, right? And these are typically reflected in um, prices and patterns in a way that it can be interpreted um, uh, in a way that it informs of uh, the future direction of prices of assets. So simply put, um, we understand that investors are... Uh, irrational uh, beings, right? We will make mistakes. We will repeat certain patterns, right? And this can be explained using, um, you know, simplified fat patterns in probably the short to medium term. Uh, so as opposed to um, fundamental uh, investors like me personally, we look at the companies themselves, right? Um, we try to explain, hey, what would the future uh, of the asset price look like, you know, given uh, what's happening today? 
So I believe that you know those two, there are some degree of similarities, but in a way that what we look at is somewhat slightly a bit different. Thank you, Lukman, for the insightful explanation on the differences between the mindset of a technical analyst and a fundamental analyst. And as for you, Jessica, in your perspective as a technical analyst, what do you think is the differences between a technical analysis and fundamental analysis? I think from my point of view, uh, fundamental analysis it incorporates what we think may happen to the company in the future based on its situation now and what it is working on now to improve its business. While for technical analysis, analysis we look a lot into the past as well, and it is also based on the idea that the market will often repeat itself. So let's say we see a, a pattern happening like a few years ago, which lead to the price moving up so if we see this pattern again in the recent chart then we would think that the price may also go up again so we would take advantage of the patterns formation to try to make a profit from it so basically it's incorporating a lot of historical analysis as well into our trades so while fundamental analysis mostly just look at what's going to happen in the future now that you mentioned patterns do you think that all of these patterns and historical market data they can truly encapsulate everything that you need for you to decide on how your trade is going to be in the future. For technical analysis, if we look at the chart, it is usually a reflection of the emotional state of market participants. So sometimes people, retail investors especially, they may overreact news and this can lead the stock price to deviate from its actual value, even though all the data may be already uh, be available in the, our environment, but people may overreact because uh, humans, we are driven by fear and greed. So because of emotions and sentiment, sometimes the market price may not reflect the true value based on the data that are already available. But from the chart pattern, we can usually gauge how our market participants reacting to the data that are being presented to them. Speaking of emotions, now that when a news just drop in the market, do you try to predict how people are going to react or do you just wait and see how people are reacting first and then you decide what you're going to do next? Within the first hour, there will usually be an overreaction. Like people will either rush to buy or rush to sell. And sometimes after a while, the whole sentiment may uh, reverse and the price may start actually stabilizing. So I think uh, if we act on emotions, it's very easy to like, you know, just rush in. But then actually the news isn't as bad or as good as it seems. So I would think that uh, we give some time for the news to settle, for price to stabilize. And then you only enter from there. Unless you are really trying to predict the news, then you might want to um, you know, put an entry before the news actually come out. Because if you try to enter a trade when the news comes out at the same time, you may very easily be driven by emotions. And that's how a lot of retail traders lose money because of emotions. Thank you so much. And I suppose listeners, that is something that we all need to be cautious about. Don't get driven by emotions. Just
Thank you for staying with us. Now, Lukman, under technical analysis, there are many techniques, there are many strategies that are being used to predict and to get an insights into how a company is actually worth. So my question is, do you use all of this technique for your investment decisions? Or do you pick and choose techniques that you like or do you even create your own techniques in deciding your investment? For the majority of us who are investing into the stock market, I think there's several things to uh, look at. You know, if let's say you want to go the fundamental route. Uh, number one is to look at companies that you can understand their business model, right? And see how durable it is. So just imagine, let's say you buy into, um, uh, let's say you buy into a tech company, right? Something that you like, probably Microsoft or Spotify, right? So think about the company today, what it has, right, on their balance sheet, right, on their financials, right, and try to imagine if this company is going to be relevant in the next coming, let's say, five years, if you're a long-term investor, right, or a mid-term investor in this case, right, um, so process information as and when it comes, right, but it's important to have, you know, that understanding what a good business looks like and whether does it have, like, a defensible economic mode. So in this case, right, do we see Spotify or Microsoft, you know, having that, um, you know, ability to be relevant in the next coming 10 years? Can we see Adobe doing the same thing, right? So I think personally for me, um, for the masses out there, this is not investment advice, but I would choose companies that I personally believe in, right? I look at the management. Um, I love what the current management is doing, right? I love when the industry is heading. Um, and when I look at the uh, the hard stuff, right, the financials, right, it all adds up. And we think that, you know, coming in the next coming five years, 10 years, right, we see all this um, adding up to a company which is going to add value to shareholders over time. So um, personally, that's my strategy. I look at, you know, at the business to see does it make sense in the long run, right? Yeah, so so that's my perspective uh, in this case as, as a value investor or, um, you know, fundamental investor. Thank you, Lukman. And as for you, Jessica, how do you place your trade? Do you have your own set of strategies or do you have any certain strategies that you are following out there? Um, for stocks, I think I would still start off with a group of stocks or assets that I'm already familiar with, that I understand their business or what is driving their prices. And then after that, uh, I will filter through the charts of different stocks and see which charts present themselves with opportunities for good trades, good entries. So based on that, then I will wait for an entry trigger and then see if it goes from there and also pay attention to, you know, news like um, companies' earnings or um, news announcements from the Federal Reserve that might affect the stock. So things like that. So it starts off with actually um, trying to identify which stocks that you already understand and then look for patterns to trade. So sometimes you don't have to trade too often if the charts themselves don't present yourself with opportunities. So some people are day traders, like they would try to take, you know, small positions every 
every day and keep repeating it day after day while I am more of a swing trader. Like I will probably open a position and then wait for a few weeks or even a few months to play out before I would close my position. So I'm not so much that I would open and close positions every day. So it really depends on each person's style, like whether they prefer to be a day trader or a swing trader. So you did mention about choosing from stocks that you have always been looking at and looking forward to. So do you have any advice for beginners who are just getting started that they don't even have their sets of assets or stocks that they would like to choose? Mm, I think one for a beginner, they can probably start off with, you know, understanding like maybe the large cap stocks, the maybe the larger ones like the tech companies. I'm sure a lot of people know about their business. So maybe start trying to read up on their business model, you know, what drives their business growth and what drives their earnings grow and you know fundamental stuff like that and after you have a universe of stocks that you actually understand after reading through what they actually do and operate in then you can start to learn about you know technical analysis start to understand what this chart pattern may mean or you know if you do candlestick trading what this candlestick would uh, signal to you and how to manage your risk when entering a trade. Now, that is quite fast-paced if you ask me. So, how do you actually manage your time? Because you have to always look at the market and you will always have to follow the news and you will also have to do your research. So, how do you actually manage your time for you to properly place your buys and sell? Yeah, so I think that if you try to do swing trading um, and you look at too many stocks at once, you won't really have time to keep up with every stock in your portfolio. So that's why I think that it would be better if you just choose like maybe 10 or less stocks that you really understand its business model. And then, you know, write down the catalyst for each stock that you think is going to play out in the next few months and, you know, outline the risks like in the near term, in the future. And then once you enter a good position based on the charts, then you can see, you know, monitor like maybe once in a few weeks or every month, like how this position is playing out. Is the thesis that drives you to invest in that stock still in play? or has the narrative change. So maybe you can do it like once every week or once every two weeks. Um, unless you are trading something more risky like cryptocurrencies, which I also trade, then that one I would have to pay more attention to the news because um, there are a lot of news coming out in the cryptocurrency area, which is very fast. And one news can really trigger a significant move in like cryptocurrencies as compared to stocks. So if you're trading crypto, then I would say that you would, one would have to pay more time and attention to the chart. So for that, I actually would look at news and charts every day or every other day as compared to stocks. For stocks, I can maybe only look at it like, you know, once in a week or once every few weeks just to see if the narrative is still in play, my investment thesis is still in play. So I don't think that for trading stocks, you need to dedicate too much time to it unless you are a day trader. But if you are trading cryptocurrencies, then you will need to pay more frequent attention to news and announcements. Thank you very much, Jessica. Um, back to Lukman. 
Can you explain to us your thought process in deciding your investment? Mm. So I think um, for fundamental analysis, I think it's really important to understand how deep your research, um, how deep do you want to go in terms of uh, the data that you want to explore, right? So Jessica highlighted there are certain news which are noise. There are certain news which might be helpful to um, for you to make good decisions or good calls, right? So um, for most investors out there or for those who intend to invest for the long run, um, personally, I think it depends, right? If it's something very familiar to you, right, um, then it's relatively quick. Uh, personally, I would spend at least um, a couple of days, you know, um, researching news, right, together with looking at the financial, looking at their books, uh, and at the same time, looking at, you know, hey, what's, what's behind the corner, right? So assuming if your, um, your investment horizon is, let's say, more than a year, right? So you would, it, it would be also useful for you to know um, what sort of stuff are you going to be getting into in the next coming year, right? Because that's definitely going to be impacting um, your portfolio over the long run, right? So the, the thought process would be simple, right? Uh, number one, invest into companies that you personally have good conviction and you're, you're familiar with the business model, right? You're familiar how it makes money. And at the same time, you're also aware what are the risk factors, right? So for instance, right, um, companies like, um, let's say for instance, people, uh, companies who develop hardware, right? Uh, Microsoft, uh, Apple, Google, in this case, they also start to develop some hardware, right? So they, they have been exposed, you know, throughout the pandemic, uh, the uh, crunches in uh, supply chain, right? So some of the few things when you invest into these companies, right? You must also be cognizant that, hey, um, diversification might be a fad if all your companies um, or when you put all your eggs into one basket, or in this case, they have one um, common denominator, right? They're all impacted by chip shortage, right? So whenever you go, number one, go into companies that you're familiar with. Number two, uh, look at what really drives the company, right? Um, and finally, also be aware of, you know, what some of the what are some of the pitfalls that you might be um, you know, exposed to, in this case, what are your exposures, right? Um, so when you build a diversified portfolio, right, understanding all these factors uh, need to come into play before you make like probably like a good judgment call, which is going to last you probably like, you know, one or three years um, in this case. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lukman. So I suppose that's the only time that we have for this episode, but we will make sure to have you guys again in our future episodes. That our listeners are insights from Lukman and Jessica into what it takes for you to either be a fundamental analyst or a technical analyst when you are going for your trades or investment. Lukman is the head of investor relation at X-Hedge with years of experience as investment analyst and is also investing himself. Jessica on the other hand is a trader with years of experience in the finance sector. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. As usual, feel free to share this episode. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us at hello at xhedge.com or reach to us through social media. Don't forget to drop by our website or our Medium page to get our latest insights. This episode is produced by Shafika, Luke is our fact checker, Hong is with our portfolio management and I'm Dean your host for today. Remember, learning is a lifelong process. That's all from Money Talk Junior. 
see you on our next episode.